Well Within Reach is brought to you by Riverside MyChart, your simple, secure, and confidential online health connection. With just a click, Riverside MyChart lets you stay well connected to the same information your doctor sees. You can request prescription refills, pay your bills, schedule your next appointment, and more. Manage your care from your laptop, tablet, or phone. Whether for yourself, your kids, or the grandparents, MyChart makes your busy life just a little easier. Learn more and enroll today at RiversideMyChart.org. Just another way to stay well connected from Riverside Healthcare. Riverside Healthcare puts the health and wellness information you need well within reach. And joining us today is Dr. Jeff Brown. Dr. Brown is a general surgeon with the Riverside Medical Group. Dr. Brown, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. We appreciate you joining us. And today we're going to be talking about wound care and how significant and important that is. Might not be something people think a lot about, but we're going to talk about why it's important that they do think about it should they have a wound. But before we get into that conversation, a little bit of background. I understand you're from the east in the United States, Boston specifically? Uh, yes, I'm from the Boston area, grew up in the suburbs. I've uh, been a general surgeon for 18 years. Um, I've been involved in wound care for almost nine years uh, at various hospitals that I've been working at. Oh, very I was good. very excited to get into the wound center here Great. and continue taking yeah. care of wounds. Well, it seems like uh, na- general surgery and wound are, are natural companions in some way. I mean, you're yes. you're getting into the body, uh, you're, you're being invasive into the body, so you should have a good idea of how that should heal and why that's important to heal. And so we'll talk a little bit about that. And for, for the conversation's purpose, what's, let's define what a wound, I- wound is. Well, a wound is any damage uh, to the soft tissues of the body. Uh, they can be from surgery, where after an operation, you can have a wound problem if it uh, doesn't heal correctly or fully. Um, wounds can be traumatic. Um, people have accidents, walk into things, any kind of trauma that breaks the skin and can cause a wound. Uh, wounds can be from underlying diseases. Uh, people that have, say, venous insufficiency, circulation problems, they can develop wounds from not enough blood flow, too much blood flow that gets backed up into the legs, mm. causes swelling and tissue breakdown from there. Yeah, so really there's a lot of a lot of ways that wounds can develop. Yes. Uh, I'm in the garage working, and I cut my hand. Uh, I rinse it out. I think it's fine. Um, that That's a wound that, mm-hmm. that hopefully in most cases heals after a couple of days. But if, there, if there's an issue and that wound gets infected or bad things start to happen, that's not something that you're going to want to let go, I would guess. Correct. If people are injured and over a normal course of time, usually one to two weeks, you should see some improvement in the healing of that wound. If that's slow for any reason or actually worsens, that's a good time to see either your primary physician, which is probably a good place to start, uh, but also us at the wound wound clinic. Yeah, you mentioned primary care providers. Again, I would think that would be the natural place to go. Yes, if that'd you're be starting the natural first step. Have an issue that's that's getting worse, and and by getting worse, let's talk about some of the symptoms that would uh, that would present if somebody has a wound that's starting to go bad. I'll say, in my layman's terms, um, what are the first kind of indicators that people should really be paying attention to? The two easiest ones are probably pain, which is very easy because things are getting more and more painful. Uh, Redness is another one. Those are two that are easy to acknowledge, see, deal with. Um, Some others are a little more subtle. 
Uh, but those are the main ones. Oh. And in what period of time, you know, somebody, again, gets a wound of some kind, and then the, the normal course for uh, the average wound that's, you know, pretty minor in nature, I guess, would be a couple few days. But when, from a time standpoint, when should they be concerned if they're not seeing any improvement in, in the healing of a wound? Over the first four days or so, the normal inflammatory process will start healing a wound, and you can have redness from that. Beyond that, if things stay red or if pain gets better and then comes back and gets worse, redness spreads, you get any kind of strange drainage, pus, odor, things just aren't getting well, usually after four days and sometimes up to two weeks, depending on whether or not you've seen someone. If you've gone to see your primary physician and it's been about two weeks and still no obvious improvement has come along, that's probably a good time to come see us. Yeah. And for, and for those kind of more basic wounds that we're talking about, what would be the normal course of treatment for them? In the wound center? Yeah. Um, our initial evaluation takes in the wound itself plus all the potential patient issues. If someone has diabetes, mm. poor circulation, um, histories of other diseases that can complicate wound healing. Comorbidities they're known as, right? Yes, the comorbidities. I don't know a lot of those medical terms, but I try to use all that I, I, when I have them, I think when I have them right, especially, I try to use them. So all these comorbidities factor into it. Yes. And then we'll assess that plus the wound and start treatments from there. Yeah. And I know the the wound center has a a degree of things they're able to do all the way to the the chamber that we'll talk a little bit more about in a bit. But um, the the covering of the wound, the, the ointment or some of those kind of things are on the basic level of what treatments might be. Yes, we have different treatments, which sometimes it's just the dressing. Sometimes dressings have medications within them, uh, but we look to control the wound environment to give it its best opportunity to heal. Yeah, and I've, I've heard talk over the years when we're dealing with the wound center about debriding, if that's the right term, exactly. Correct. Making sure the wound is kept clean, and that might seem pretty basic and easy, but it's it can get complicated, and if, and if it's not kept clean, very serious things can happen. Yes, that's one of the mainstays of wound care is debridement, which is removing devitalized or dead tissue. You want to take that off the wound and leave healthy, alive tissue there to give it the best chance to heal. Yeah. And, and when, when folks come in for, uh, for the treatment of a wound and, and you, know, you, you do your work and then it's bandaged again, uh, you know, it, do, do I change that bandage myself? Do I come back to get that changed? I suppose depending on the severity of the wound, that would kind of vary. But I know when I've had something, I'm always, do, do I do this myself or do I let the experts do it? What, what general advice can you give on that kind of thing? It varies. Um, it depends on what the patient's comfortable with. We have a lot of patients who are quite comfortable changing their own dressings, and we will teach them to do that so that they can continue doing that between visits to the wound center. Um, Other times, family members may be uh, interested, and Mm. we can teach them. Other times, we will basically be flexible and adjust it to the patient. Mm. And the dressings we use, some don't need changing as often as others. 
Um, medications get brought into the picture, I would guess, if, if there's an infection and antibiotics are needed possibly. Yes. Um, and, and the use of antibiotics, maybe we should talk a little bit about that as well. I know that's gotten some attention in some areas um, about the overuse and, and such of antibiotics. How do they play in the, in the wound world? And what would your recommendation be to somebody who uh, you know, wants to, thinks about taking antibiotics on their own? Or what would your recommendation there be? Best recommendation would be for someone to see a healthcare provider. Um, it's sometimes knee-jerk to just throw antibiotics at something you see. Um, we will culture wounds and actually look to get answers as to what might be growing and how much before we decide on an antibiotic. In addition, the other important part is how the wound looks. You can culture a wound and you'll get growth because bacteria naturally live on us. But you have to couple that with how the wound looks. If it doesn't look infected, I tend to be on the conservative side and not use a lot of antibiotics. Yeah. But anytime they're needed, absolutely, we use them. Yeah. But again, checking with your primary care provider is probably Correct. the best best course of action there. Um, you know, we, we've been talking about more what I'll call basic wounds and things. Let's let's move up the scale a little bit. And you talked about uh, in the beginning wounds that may develop because of other issues, whether disease or or um, or a diabetic who wounds won't heal. I mean, I'm I'm thinking particularly on the extremities, the hands and feet particularly. I know I've heard uh, can be especially troublesome for diabetics, and I would guess others as well. Um, it, is that indeed true? And, and how should those patients kind of uh, take extra caution if, if that's even possible? It is very true. Uh, some of the most difficult wounds we have and some of the most chronic wounds we have are in folks with diabetes, what we call a diabetic foot wound or a diabetic wound. Uh, the class that comes right behind that is probably people who have uh, what we call venous wounds, venous insufficiency wounds. People get varicose veins. Um, and blood flow kind of pools, fluid pools in the legs, causes ulcers. Those two are the most difficult. They can take months to get better. Um, for a diabetic, best thing they can do, control their sugar, control their diabetes, work with their doc on diabetic management. Mm -hmm. Physically, they should inspect their legs, feet, wounds on a regular basis because a lot of times diabetics don't feel things as well and you can have a wound that you don't know is there. Yeah. And one day you take off a shoe and a sock and toe is purple. There's a hole in it. There's pus draining whatever it happens to be. Oh. And I would guess I mean, th those folks that have a lot of things going on, they may not put wound care at the top of their list. I'm worried about, you know, I have to take this medication at this time. I have other things that I'm, I'm worried about with regard to my health. And again, so wounds might not seem like there's something that should get a lot of attention, but obviously from what you're saying, it's very important. They can get out of hand and they can cause risk to limb or life. Oh. And ultimately, uh, amputation is, is the, the big risk if, if things are left unattended, correct? Yes, yes. Um, especially in diabetics. They are well known for getting wounds on the foot, having a toe amputation or a partial foot amputation, or even worse, either above or below knee amputations, oh. depending on how bad things get. Oh. And, and talking about the more severe cases, and, and, and I, you can correct me here because I, I likely will misspeak about the use of the hyperbaric chamber which is uh, is something the wound center has yes and um is there's a lot of uh, from my understanding very sp you know, select patients that are able to use that or need to use that talk a little bit about just what that is for those that may not know and how it's used in wound care the hyperbaric chamber 
provides oxygen under pressure and that gets it into your plasma for better delivery of oxygen to a wound. Mm. So it heals better. Yes. Ideally. That's that's the ideal goal. Um, it's very good, and one of the actual indications is for diabetic wounds. That's probably top of the list. Diabetics who have wounds that are not getting better, um, worsen, uh, or for any other reason, just to help it along. Yeah. Chronicity, the wound that just won't get better over time, despite everything else we might try. Chronicity, not a word I hear a lot. Uh, long term, something that's just not getting better okay. over time. It's okay. a chronic wound. A chronic, very good. Chronicity. I'm going to remember that. I'm going to use it in a sentence <laughs> later today. Somewhere, I'm going to work that word into a sentence. So, so the chamber's available for those for special patients that, that need that yes. level. And, and it's not a one-time treatment. I understand no. it's, it's, there's a long a course of treatment. Yes, usually it starts as a first block of 20, five days a week, weekends off so you can recover. Mm. And then after 20... Sessions usually we'll reevaluate the wound, see how we're doing, and potentially go for another 20 sessions. How long is someone in the chamber? Does that vary? It varies a bit, but generally one to two hours. Mm. So it's pretty. It's a pretty involved treatment process. Yes, it's a commitment on the patient's part. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, it must it must be serious enough that they would need that. I mean, it's not something that you're going to do for fun. So it, it, the, the wound right. must really, it, it's a serious matter when it gets to that point. Yes, not only from the wound point of view, but we have a evaluation process we go through to make sure that the wound is appropriate, the patient's appropriate, uh, that they'll be able to withstand it. Um, it's not difficult to be in the chamber, but we have to worry about things like claustrophobia, mm-hmm. people who are get nervous in smaller places. It's not tight, but it is a tube that you're in. Um, The most common thing is pressure in the ears, and we teach people how to clear their ears Mm. so they don't get the popping and pressure. It's similar to going to diving. Exactly. Uh, We call it diving. When we put patients in, we say we're diving. Because the pressure is similar to being underwater. It's like diving underwater without the water. And I'm I'm gonna gonna let folks know that there is more information about that on the Riverside website that they can, they can learn more about that, doctor. If there's anything else, if you could say anything to folks regarding wound care and in their own life how they should deal with wounds, what what would you want to tell them? In general, most wounds are gonna get better on their own with a person taking care of them like they would any time. Beyond that, they can threaten life and or limb. And if you have a wound that is not progressing as you think it should, seek higher care. Let your primary care doctor know. Yep, primary care doc, they can always send folks to us. You can always call us at the wound center directly. Information on the Riverside website. get care. Yep, very good, good advice. Dr. Jeff Brown, general surgeon with the Riverside Medical Group, we appreciate that. And we just touched on wound care. As a general surgeon, there's a lot of other things you, uh, you deal with. We look forward to having you back to talk more about some of those. Well, thank you very much.